0: A couple other practices for managing imposter syndrome is about assessing the evidence, just taking a step back and looking at what evidence exists to that. And this is a practice that I do not just for imposter syndrome, but any time that I notice that I'm holding a belief that feels difficult or kind of painful or self-doubting, and especially when I'm not a hundred percent sure whether what I'm thinking is right something I can do is write evidence for on one column and evidence against on another column on the same sheet of paper. And then in reflecting on, okay, so what is the evidence that I'm not good at this? And what is the evidence that I am? Creating that list allows you to reflect and acknowledge on the things in those lists to really have a bit of a slightly outside of your own head perspective as to what the evidence is for or against so that you can decide if truly it is something that you need to maybe upskill in or learn more about or just keep trying at or if it's if it's not so it gives you choice and it gives you an opportunity to have a bit more objectivity and something that i talk a lot about our values and we're going to do a whole thing on values at some point But sometimes, even if there is evidence against something, again, using driving as the example, there is evidence that I need to do more driving, more practice driving before I feel totally safe to comfortably drive by myself in the major metropolitan area that I live right now. But a value that I hold is about growth. And so when I can confront that self-doubting narrative that I have, And say, okay, so there is evidence that I need some, I have some work to do here. But what is the value that this represents for me? And I probably wouldn't have previously put driving in my value of growth, but the reason it's there is because I have had such a self-limiting belief about it for so long. And so part of it is, I've now attached the value of growth to that activity, and as a result of that, it allows me to... Combat some of my inner critic or my inner judge when I see that evidence against. So, if I'm if, to kind of paint that example from beginning to end, if I have my my paper in front of me and I'm, I put a line down the middle, and I'm asking myself evidence that I am a good driver versus evidence that I'm not a good driver, and then I make that whole list. And again, because this is tied to me expecting to be perfect at things the first time and not being perfect at it the first time, or the second, or the third, or a few more. And I can easily look into that and say, okay, I'm no good at this. I maybe I should just not do it. And that is what I said to myself for many years. And that's what has somewhat found me here right now. But when I look at that list and acknowledge that yes there's still more I have to do there but what this represents to me is growth and that is very important to me it allows me to connect that in a way that is going to motivate me rather than demotivate me i can also look at other values a tool that i really like is the via character strengths survey which is free and available online to anybody who wants to take it and The Great One and I will one day go through a session with you about the Via tool and how to use it and how it's called Via stands for values in action, which I think is really cool. And this assessment spits out 24 character strengths in order. And I wish they didn't call them strengths, because really they're energy givers and energy takers. So the things in your tops give you energy. The things in your bottoms, you can do them. You might even be really good at them, but they they tend to take energy from you. And one of my top values is bravery. And so another way that I look at that list that I've painted for you of of evidence for and evidence against, and, and I can look at it and say, where is this an opportunity to practice my bravery, one of my top values? So I'm bringing in the growth mindset. I'm also focusing on my values. I'm getting out of my own head because I'm writing things down. I'm critically assessing them objectively. I can also show them to a friend or a partner and say, does this track with what you observe in me? Because again, that can help us lean into that self-compassion, be kind to ourselves, fail forward and focus on our present moment because the things that happened in our past are not doomed to repeat unless we don't give them another opportunity. So that yet is really so powerful and I encourage you to challenge it When you find yourself saying, I can't, if a sentence starts with, I can't end it with yet and see what difference it makes. So this is obviously a very complex and multifactorial subject and we could spend a lot of time here, but I think that's a good place to start. So we'll sign off here and I'm really looking forward to hearing how you engage With this content and what you like about it and what you like about this format or not, I am seeking your feedback, not from an imposter syndrome perspective, but with a view towards continuing to build something that I think will be great. And receiving your feedback is one way that I'm going to lean into that so that I can notice and challenge some of those inner narratives and critics that I will definitely have in releasing this. And also... It just helps to hold me accountable and keep me going. And hopefully your comments will help me reassess my position. But I also know that it has to start with me because it's only until we believe it that it lands and resonates, but you can still be part of building my evidence for. So thank you again for listening and being on this strange journey with me. Take care, everybody. This is Lil and you're listening to Lil on Life. If you'd like to reach out, you can get me on my Gmail at lilonlifepod at gmail.com. That's Lil with one L on at gmail.com or on my socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok at lilonlifepod. Lil on Life podcast is produced by Brando and company. You can find his work on Instagram at Brandon Allen. Lil on Life is a big B and little L collaboration. Opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and may not reflect those of my employers. If you or someone you know is in danger, please dial 911. In Canada, if you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, call or text 988. Support is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Once again, that number is 988.